just turn to the next person next to you and just say, it's really good to see you this morning. There we are. Okay, now, um, as, as Chris said, our children's work isn't, isn't on this week. They've got a break. Uh, so we have the kids. We're going to do a little bit of interactive stuff, and we're going to you know, have a little bit of fun, I hope, this morning. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to give a really big shout-out to our children's work, because I know some of them aren't here this morning because they're away. But I just want to say a really well done. And, and we're going to do that. Who, who, who goes to Revive Kids? Stick your hands up nice and high. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking of the kids, Rob. Okay, I'll come back to you in a second. <laughs> okay, we'll come back to the workers. Okay. I, I'm going roving with the mic. I've got Benjamin up here. Uh, Benjamin, I'm going to ask you, on a scale of one to ten, how amazing is our Revive Kids? Seven. Oh, ooh, okay. Not bad. Keep your hands up, kids. Okay. Um, what's your name? Ten. Okay, what, what, can you remember one of the great lessons that you've had at Revive Kids and what you might have learned on one week, last few weeks? Can you remember anything? Being young doesn't matter. Being young doesn't matter. I love that. Okay, keep your hands up, everybody. Okay, we've got one guy. I'm got, not going to fall down these steps here. Okay. Uh, right. Um, tell me, okay, how much you love Jesus because of what Revive Kids do? Um, I love him up to 100. Up to 100. Well done. And uh, final question. How brilliant are our children's workers? Um, <laughs> 20. 20. 20 out of 10. Come on, let's give a round of applause to our kids' workers, everybody. They do an amazing, amazing job, and uh, I know as a dad, and who's got, who's got kids who go to Revive Kids? Uh, raise your hands if you're one of our parents, okay? First of all, the Lord bless you. You are amazing at being parents. Uh, but as a dad, and I, I know I speak for, I'm going to say everybody, I'm assuming, but I'm sure it's true. Uh, we really appreciate what Emily and uh, who else? Put your hands up again. Revive Kids leaders. Okay, we've got Emily and, and Rob and uh, all the others solar down here, okay? And uh, I, I'm useless with names, I apologize. But thank you so much for all the hard work you do. Uh, you really are amazing. Uh, okay, uh, Simi, at the back. Hiya, Simi. Right at the back. Could we have the, the PowerPoint on, please? Uh, okay, um, I want to start off. Okay, we're going to have a little bit of a quiz. Okay. Um, Fill, fill in the blanks. Okay, so the first blank is this. There's no place like Joan. Home. Home, well done, Joan. Give Joan a round of applause. Okay, uh, wonderful. Can we have the next one, please, Simmy? Uh, okay, this is uh, another one. John, any ideas? Home sweet home. Home sweet home, wonderful. Well done, John. Uh, can we have the next one, please, Simmy? Okay, everybody together. Home. Who made up this quiz? <laughs> Can we have the next one, please, Simi? Okay, charity begins at? Okay, and the, the last one, this is, an, this is one I saw on holiday. <laughs> okay, uh, not everybody will agree with us on that one, I'm sure, but a, a home without a dog is just a house. Here's a picture of a house. And here's a picture of a home. Okay, difference between house. Can we just go back one, Simi? Is that okay? Difference between a house and a home, okay, is family. Um, a home is a 
building or, or a place, doesn't necessarily have to be a building, where there is family connection. Um, now, of course, families come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. Uh, there can be a family of one. Do we have any single people in our... Okay. You know, you, you can be a family of one because your houses can be places of connections and friendships for others, and it can be a great place of connection with Jesus. Okay, I want to encourage our single people this morning. Uh, you can just be a family of one because you have family connections. Um, then, of course, you, you can have families with one adult and uh, one or two children or a number of children. You can have families with two adults and no children. You can have families with two adults and many children. Um, families are all sorts of shapes and sizes, but... Family, again, is about connection. It's about belonging. A home is a, is a place that houses a family. And uh, it's my heart, particularly thinking about Revive Church, my heart that we have real, good, strong family connections. Um, if you wanted a title to this message, it's, it's belonging to the family. Um, and I, I really want that for Revived Church. You know, we're a church that believes in the moving of the Holy Spirit, yes? And we believe in signs and wonders. We believe in great worship. We believe in powerful preaching of, of the word. And we want all that. I, I really want to experience God when, I get to, when we get together. But, you know, I, I don't want to experience God and worship and hear his word in just a house. I want to experience God. I want to worship. I want to hear what he has to say to us. In a home with family. That's, that's my, my heart for us, or part of my heart for us as a church. And just as a little side note, you know, a home doesn't depend on a building. Uh, I know we've been a little bit nomadic, uh, but a home really doesn't depend on a building. A home is about family connections. And you can be family in a building in a tent, you know, when we go camping, we're still family, even in our tent, we don't need bricks and mortar. Um, you can be a family uh, together in a home. And um, one of the things that I perhaps want to bring out of this message is it's great to have the concept of family, yeah? But family takes work. Anybody agree with me? Okay, and sometimes family takes an awful lot of work. Um, and it takes work on, from all different uh, angles. We've got some laughing going off down here. Uh, yeah. uh, if you need pastoral support for anything. Yeah, then, um, so family takes a lot of work from, from many different uh, angles. And so what I want to do this morning is just perhaps pull out some real-life examples of family. Uh, look at the whole concept of belonging from the Bible a little bit and just see what lessons we can learn as Revive Church. And I'm really not going to go on for very long this morning. So the first thing that I want to just mention about family belonging is the whole area of identity. Oh, you're doing so well, Simi. Okay, identity. Uh, I have a surname. It's Seeger. Okay, everybody shout out your surname. Louder. Louder. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so we all have a surname, and our surnames give us an identity. Like I say, my surname is Seeger, and in my family tree, I have Potters from Stoke-on-Trent. Uh, anybody from Stoke? Just me. <laughs> 
Okay, I have family uh, pots from Stoke-on-Trent. In my family tree, I have bricklayers from Bedfordshire. Uh, I have farmers from Kent, and I have um, Romy gyps Romany gypsies, uh, travellers. Why I never seem to settle for very long. Uh, all in my family tree, and, and I love my identity as a seeker. It's my identity. Uh, but it's not just my identity, it's the identity of every member of my family. My wonderful wife Nicola and Benjamin and Rebecca, we all share the same surname, we all share the same identity. And of course the wider family do that, same identity, same heritage. Now as Christians, the Bible tells us that we all have the same identity. Our identity is Jesus. A number of times in the New Testament, particularly in Paul's letters, uh, it says this, that we are in Christ. So Jesus becomes our identity. We belong to him. You know, being a Christian is more than about being forgiven and going to heaven. Being a Christian is about taking on an identity of Jesus, an identity together with Christ. Um, even the word Christian means Christ's people. You know, Christianity, it's, it's really not a religion that we keep. Being a Christian is something that we belong to. It's about belonging, again, identity. And of course, because we all share this identity, it doesn't mean that I just belong to Jesus. Of course, I belong to him. But because we all have the same identity, I identify with each and every one of you, and you identify with me. We all have a corporate identity together in Jesus. Um, that's true on a worldwide level. You know, every single Christian is part of the worldwide family of Jesus. Say amen if you agree. Okay, it says in the Bible we're, we're called out of every nation, every tribe, and every tongue. We are part of a family of over two billion people across the world. Wow, Christmases get awful expensive when you've got that many people in your family. Um, so that, that's the, the big family. Just again as a side note here, Bearing that in mind, let's not forget, um, it says in 2 Peter, sorry, 1 Peter 5, 9, uh, Peter reminds the New Testament church, you know, the, that there are the family of believers around the world that are suffering, okay? We don't make a big thing of it in this church particularly, but it's worth remembering that there are millions of Christians around the world who are suffering for their faith, okay? And we need to remember them. We all share the same identity. Um, by the way, if you're interested in any, any of that and prayer, just, just see Remy, okay? Remy does some great work with Open Doors, uh, identity of the family and particularly the persecuted church. So that's the worldwide. Of course, on, on a local level, we identify with each other, and we identify not just with Jesus, but actually we identify with Revive Church because God has called us into this place of fellowship. And belonging is about saying, yeah, okay, I identify with Jesus, but I struggle to connect with two billion people around the world. Okay, actually God has brought me into a place of identity within a local fellowship of believers. And thank God for us, that means Revive Church. Now I don't identify with this church because it's perfect. Anybody belong to a perfect family? No, okay, uh, big secret, okay? Revive Church is not perfect. Hey, um, we're family, we're made up of people. Don't ever join a perfect church, you'll spoil it. Okay, that's the reality. So I don't identify here because it's perfect. I identify here because God has called me to this place. Yeah. And he's called me into family. Yeah. He's called me into belonging yeah. with each and every one of us. 
Again, this isn't about me just doing Christian stuff. This is about me saying, okay, I'm a Christian. My first identity is with Jesus. I identify with the worldwide church, but actually I identify with Revive Church because this is my local family. We're all part of the same fellowship of believers. And uh, I want to encourage you, identify with us as a church and identify ultimately with Jesus, okay? It's a good method or good part of the process of belonging. So the second thing, that was about identity. The second thing about belonging to family is, um, I've used the word participation, okay? Family activity. Um, Families strengthen their bonds by doing things together. Now again, kids, who's had a great summer? Any of you kids had a great summer? I'm going roaming again. Anna, what's an amazing thing that you've done this summer with your family? Go to Mallorca. Wow. Oh, tell, tell us a little story about your holiday. What happened on your holiday? Listen up, everybody. I got stung by a jellyfish. Anna got stung by a jellyfish on holiday. Now, Anna, how proud are you of the fact that you're probably one of the few people in this room who've been stung by a jellyfish? Um, a lot. Okay, just come here, Anna. Okay, come here, come here, come here. I'll show you how special you are. Okay, turn around. Okay, put your hand up if you've ever been stung by a jellyfish. Okay, so we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, about twelve. You were one of twelve people in this room who've been stung by a jellyfish. Well done, Anna. She was absolutely fine, though. Um, okay, um, Isaac, what have you done this summer with your family that's been really good? Uh, having fun. Okay, cool. Um, anybody else, very quickly? Oh, shout it out, Benjamin, we'll all hear you. Okay, so families learn to appreciate each other. They, they strengthen their family bonds by doing things together. And I'm sure you parents have had a great time as well, and all of us, over the summer. Um, doing things together. When we do things together, we actually create shared memories. So my memory becomes your memory, okay? We share the same memories. That strengthens our connection, our sense of belonging. Now, of course, as church, there are many things that we do together. Uh, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 tells us about prayer and teaching and communion and fellowship, all things we can do together as a church. And of course, if you know the context, that this isn't just about Sundays, okay? Uh, I'm not suggesting we do this, but it does say the early church met together daily, in the temple courts for prayer and all this sort of stuff. Uh, So it's actually that regular stuff. It's not just once a week experience. It's saying, I'm going to participate in family life, prayer, teaching, communion, and fellowship. And one of the things that's really been on my heart and in my thinking over the last three months or so is this. What can we do together as a family in Revive Church? Because I think by doing stuff together, we just strengthen the sense of belonging to Jesus and to each other. What can we do as Revive Church Kingswood Campus? Of course, there's a regular stuff, but it's great to see you here this morning. And uh, please keep coming to church. That's always a good start, yeah, Uh, on a Sunday. so we've got the church stuff, we've got revivings, we've got prayer meetings, and you all know uh, about that, uh, the regular things that we do. If you're not part of Revive Team, if you don't go to prayer meetings or join us in the week, go and see Info Point. Get, get participating in some of our regular stuff that we do. Um, but then what can we do actually as a big group of people? 
because I think we need to that sense of belonging together. And the transform life thing has come out of that. Actually, why not together just take a bit of a journey in Jesus and have 50 days where we're reading the same stuff and thinking about the same sort of things and just doing something together as a campus. Again, it's not for everybody. I understand that, but it's something we can do together. Uh, again, the, the, the picnic next Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Hey, you know, we don't, we don't have to be hyper-spiritual all the time. Jesus is with us when we're playing rounders as he is when we're actually in an intense time of worship, yeah? Um, so this thought, why can't we just get together and have some fun? And then there are other things that happen. We have sort of quiz nights. Where's Bob? Okay, Bob runs some social quiz nights that raises money for missions and stuff like that. And there are other things that happen. Um, I just really want to encourage you. If, if we really want to have this feeling of belonging to each other, can I really encourage us to participate in family activity? And there's a whole load of stuff. You know, you need to choose what, you th- what works for you at different times and things like that. Um, but just, can I really encourage you? Yeah? Participation, shared activity builds shared memories together. Uh, and when we participate in things together, then that really helps us in that sense of belonging. So how do we build belonging? Firstly, identity. We are in Jesus. We are Revive Church. We are Hull. Okay, the bigger slogan for one of the whole things. Um, how do we build belonging? Participating together. Um, the third thing is uh, humility. Okay, we build belonging by being humble. Um, now again, quick question. Kids, children, have you ever been made to do something with your family that you didn't want to do? Hands up for yes. Okay, put your hands down. Okay, parents, have you ever done anything with your children that you didn't want to do? (laughs) You see, in families, we end up doing stuff that we don't want to do because it benefits the other people in our family, yeah? Uh, children do it for parents, <laughs> and we make our children's kids do it for us as well. Uh, that, that's the reality. So it's recognizing, you know, family activity and, and family belonging, it's not all about me. It's about me being humble enough to recognize that you need something that I need to give to you. Uh, and that really takes humility. Now, of course, in, in church and church family, there has to be both receiving and giving. Uh, It's so important that we're in a church where we're receiving in ways that help us grow in God and help us develop our relationship with each other. It's important that we receive that, but it's also really important, again, and Dave was talking a lot about this last week, really important to remember that it's not actually about me, it's about us. And actually, sometimes I just need to do stuff, whether I want to or not, because I know it benefits others in our church. Family. Um, I think this is quite central to the whole aspect of love, particularly in church and families. Uh, 1 Peter 2.17 says, love the family of God. Loving is about giving ourselves to each other, yeah? Um, because in giving, we actually create that sense of belonging. You know, my children belong to me. They are my children. I belong to them because... Usually they would say, he's my dad, and be happy about that. <laughs> Although I am getting to the embarrassing dad stage, apparently. <laughs> I keep being told. Uh, but they belong to me, I belong to them. There's that sense of belonging. But it's not an authority or a superiority thing. 
See, I don't own my children. They belong to me, but I don't own them. I am their dad. I belong to them, but they don't own me. It's not about ownership. It's about saying, I choose to give myself. I choose to belong to you. That's the whole concept of love. You know, I think one of the real keys to having a family culture in churches and in our church home is this. Very simply, we, we just choose to give ourselves to one another. You know, the Bible says we're not our own. I say I'm not my own, okay? I, I wasn't bought with corruptible things like silver or gold. I was bought with the precious blood of Jesus. I belong to him. And in that action of belonging to Jesus, we're also taught that we are bought into family. And therefore, in the concept of family, I was bought with the blood of Jesus. He became my big brother. I love that concept in the Bible. And actually, every one of you became my brother or sister in Jesus. And whether you like it or not, I became your brother. <laughs> you see, this isn't even about leadership or ministry. This is just about simply belonging one to another. I, I give myself to every one of you. You give yourselves to every one of each other. And uh, in doing that, this sense of belonging is cultivated. Again, I, I do want to say, you know, there are things that we need from our families. Okay, Not being selfish, but let's be real. We need acceptance. We need love. We need compassion. And we need support. We need help. We, we need that. And we need to receive that from family. But the way that we actually receive that from family is by each and every one of us giving that to the family. And as I give myself to you and you give yourself to me and you give yourself to your neighbor and your neighbor gives yourself to you, then actually belonging and support and care and compassion just naturally flows throughout the body and we find, wow, I don't just attend church. I belong to a church family. And that's what I really want to get to this morning. We give ourselves to Jesus. We give ourselves to each other. You know, on a Sunday, I love to worship God. I love to hear the word. I love all that stuff. But I, on a Sunday, I don't want to come to a house that does that. I want to come back home. And um, I love this home. I'm not perfect. Hey, you're not perfect. Sorry, I don't know if that's offended anybody. Um, uh, it's not about being perfect. It's just about saying, oh, wow, I, I, this is my home. I'm going to choose this to be home, and I'm going to give myself to, to the home. It's not just about a house. It's a home. And, you know, I, I really want for us as a, a campus, I want us to be known as a place for the dynamic power of Jesus. <laughs> I want us to be known for a house of, of worship and intensity and, and the fire of God. But actually, amongst all that, I also want us to be known as a family of believers who come together and experience all that in community. I want people to walk through our door and, yeah, experience the power of God. But I want them to walk through our door and say, wow, this is a beautiful family of believers. I want every one of us to feel at home. I want new people to feel uh, at home. And um, there's a whole load of things and work that 
you know, needs to be done on that from, from every angle. But my challenge for you, I suppose, is this, in a nutshell. Will I choose Revive Church not just to be a house that I attend, but a home to which I belong? And again, belonging doesn't start with you accepting me. Belonging starts with a choice. I choose to give myself to you. I choose to identify with Jesus and I choose to identify with this church. I choose to share activity and participate with each other so that those shared memories may grow stronger in our community. I choose to be humble enough to say, hey, it's not all about me. And yeah, I will go to the picnic even if I hate kids. Why? Because I give myself to family. How about it, Kingswood Campus? I love the family feel that we already have and so many others share a close bond, but how about just saying, you know, let's make an extra special choice over these coming weeks and coming months and years to say, regardless of what house we find ourselves in, I choose to belong. We choose to be family.